Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today we're going to be going to do another mission log for the Weekly Real Podcast. And it's going to be on Lightyear 2022. Uh, But I'm so excited to talk about Buzz Lightyear because Toy Story never fails to make me cry, (laughs) especially the last two movies. Uh, Toy Story 3 and 4, dude. Dude. When a spoiler alert for what Toy Story four when Buzz and Woody just like walk their separate ways. Oh man, dude! Even two a little bit when when you get uh, Jesse's uh, origin story a little bit. Oh yeah, that's sad, dude. <laughs> because it makes you go back into your childhood and no, it's like dang, I shouldn't have threw away that that one action figure. They're probably sad now and in the garbage or whatever. But this isn't that movie though. These aren't toys that we're going to be talking about. This is Lightyear, uh, Space Ranger, Buzz Lightyear. So we'll figure that out. Um, But let's start off with our podcast ritual. And we're going to be talking about one movie or TV show that we watched last week. Um, You want to kick us off, Ken? Yeah. So uh, the movie that I want to, um, to share with you guys, the audience, and obviously Jeremy, uh, for this week... um, I mean, I think the last few weeks have totally been uh, just basically decked out Dub Nation. I think, uh, you know, we've incorporated a little bit of video. I've been kind of wearing some Dubs gear, even their championship swag uh, last week during our uh, during our Jurassic. I almost call it Jurassic Park, Jurassic World Dominion <laughs> episode. Uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, I've been in this whole basketball headspace and the movie that i want to share is a netflix original it came out like a a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago it's that movie called hustle starring adam sandler queen latifah and juancho hernan gomez i hopefully i didn't butcher his name Mm. um (laughs) dude there were so many cameos in this in this movie and i don't know like it reminded me of a lot of different movies uh adam sandler just kind of does his usual thing uh he's always been entertaining to me and uh and i don't know like there were certain scenes where you know they get that training montage going within the whole thing very very minor spoiler training montage uh and uh philadelphia i don't know i'll just kind of let you make the connection with an older franchise uh boxing franchise maybe (laughs) <laughs> and so it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that, but for, for basketball. And there was so many actual NBA cameos in this movie. And so um, uh, I thought it was an entertaining watch. And so if you're a, a fan of the NBA uh, and Adam Sandler, definitely check this movie out. Dang. All right. That sounds good. Uh, 
Ken, you've been telling me to watch this show for a while. It's Stranger Things. Started it Ooh. last night. I didn't finish the first episode. I was, I'm, I'm almost finished with the first episode of season four. I'm like the last twenty minutes. I guess spoiler alert, guys. Um, I guess I'll make it as vague as possible. Um, the basketball game is just about to start. Ooh, okay. Gotcha. Right, that's where I'm. That, that's where I'm at. So, yeah, Stranger nice. Things. Trying to trying to get that on a, on a roll because Volume Two is coming pretty quick, and I'm yeah. starting to see like spoilers for Volume One out there. So I'm like, ah, I want to get spoiled. So got to hop on it. Yeah, and stay tuned. We may talk about Volume One finally on an upcoming episode, probably this Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to get that rolling. All right. But before we talk about Lightyear, let's talk about last week, Jurassic Park. And I'm just kidding. Jurassic World <laughs> Dominion. <laughs> we ran a poll on our social medias. Uh, Ken, what did we ask? What was the question we asked, actually? Okay. So, for yeah, for episode 70, Jurassic World Dominion, we uh, ran the poll question, who's your favorite character from the Jurassic franchise? Uh, the choices that we did give were Dr. Ellen Grant, uh, a.k.a. Sam Neill. Uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, our, uh, well, my favorite, a personal favorite of mine, it's, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Claire Deering, uh, which is, um, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard, oh my goodness, of Star Wars fame. Yes. (laughs) Directoral fame, yeah. Directoral, yeah. And then Owen Grady, uh, who is played by... Oh my, Chris Pratt, Andy Dwyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did leave it open for uh, write-in votes. Uh, we technically didn't get one just because I think people were—I don't know—they ended up uh, just choosing the ones that we we directed them. So with forty-six percent of the vote, Doctor Ian Malcolm won this poll and he was my favorite just because of the deep v (laughs) (laughs) i'm not surprised man his his style is always on point wearing that that all black even his style in um lost world i remember just seeing him it's like all right with the short hair all right modern a little bit more modern (laughs) (laughs) i don't know he's just always been cool he's just been witty uh in all I mean, even even in his uh, very short cameo in Fallen Kingdom, obviously, you get to see a little bit of his character that he established in the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, he was in Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, I keep <laughs> forgetting because he's just in that courtroom the whole time. Yeah. Very underutilized. Very <laughs> underutilized. I was like, dude, why, why haven't you been in that movie? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's uh, the reason why... He, Fallen Kingdom happened to be last in our rankings. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you missed uh, the episode polls, don't forget to check out our episode-related polls every Tuesday. That's going to be on Instagram and Twitter every Tuesday. Ken likes to think of some interesting questions sometimes, or Andrea sometimes as well. Uh, but, yeah, so check that out at Weekly Real uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Ken, are you ready to go to infinity and beyond? <laughs> Do the... I got you, man. Yeah. It's like... Boop. All right. All right. I think he wants you to pull his finger. Yeah, it's like... No, it's something me and my... you, Me and your grandmother used to do... Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish that the trailer did give that away because it, that that's still funny to me. Yeah. Even. 
That's after what, seeing I, it. One of, one of the best jokes, honestly. Yeah. I hope. I wish they didn't give that away. It's giving too much stuff in trailers, guys. Uh, but before we get into more spoilers for Lightyear, I want to issue the spoiler warning right now. Uh, it is out in theaters. Go check it out, and then uh, come back and let us know what you thought, and listen to the rest of the episode. But Lightyear is the movie that inspired Andy to pick up his very own Buzz Lightyear toy to join Woody and the gang. I didn't want to give too much away because, honestly, a lot of it is, um, you know, uh, it's a bit of a stretch of a movie, honestly, the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll, I guess we'll get into that maybe with my double feature because the double feature where we talk about or where we both think of questions, we don't know what we're going to uh, where we're going to ask each other. I came up with a question, you came up with a question, and we're just going to go some free flow right now. Uh, I'll I'll start with my question actually. Is I feel like Lightyear I don't know if this is going to be a bad thing or a good thing for some people. I feel like this movie was aimed at adults who grew up with the Toy Story movies. Uh-huh. And I'm not too surprised because the director was like, oh, uh, I wanted to make a movie that was like, the star- like what was Star Wars to him, the director, where Andy is to, um, or what Lightyear would be to Andy. So that kind of makes sense. It's almost through the lens of an adult so I don't feel like kids would like Lightyear as much as adults. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you, Ken, uh, what moments to you felt more adult in the movie uh, than, let's say, some Toy Story stuff? Um, I think the overall uh, themes, uh, the one that immediately jumps out is that uh, like the theme of making mistakes and sometimes also, and there's like another theme later on that they did, uh, uh, that they talk about where sometimes, you know, sometimes we get so focused on like our mission or whatever that we forget to live. <laughs> there's mm. a lot of adult themes, uh, that are very, um, I don't know, uh, that a lot of people can relate to as it relates, uh, as it relates to adult, adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I felt like uh, that's part of the reason why, spoiler alert, I actually did like this movie uh, because I felt like this movie was geared to towards, you know, like, um, I don't know, just kind of like life mm-hmm. in general. See, I, I, w- I agree because the themes are pretty adult. Uh, there's not as much jokes as I expected. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more reflection going on, especially with Buzz. And there's a lot of times where he's just sitting there and like staring off. Staring off. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it's a really good looking movie, by the way. It's like, it's really nice. I was like, I love the aesthetic of the movie. Uh, but there are times when it's, he's dealing with this version of survivor's guilt in a way. Not, not, not survivor, but he, yeah, he messed up. So it's like, mm-hmm. It's like he sees it as his fault as everyone gets stuck on this planet. Planet, right. And it's like his fault. So it's like it's just him trying to figure out a solution, the whole movie. One lesson that I felt like was a little bit more geared towards the kids was like the whole teamwork thing. 
mm-hmm. because they kept doing it. Like when they got stuck in the shields, right? And then they all work together. I'm like, okay, that's that. We're done for for that lesson, you know, for Buzz. But then he kept doing it. I'm like, like not. He tried to keep going like Lone Wolf. It. I don't know why. Even after that. Yeah, I, you know what though? I I feel like that message could be like towards. I mean, it, and it's. I don't know if it's because you know, even though I'm a, I'm an adult now, but I was born and raised as an only child. I don't, mm. I don't have any siblings in, uh, you know, for me as much as I guess a, a lot of people, especially people that have recently gotten to know me the last, these last several years, really the last decade, people are, um, are very surprised whenever they hear that I'm, uh, introverted, naturally introverted, uh, you know, it, but it's something that I had to learn to be able to, uh, to, you know, just, just to not be socially awkward, uh, to, you know, uh, just to be a part of a community, a sense of community, um, you know, just to be able to interact with people because I feel like, uh, humans really were made to, to, man, this is me getting philosophical (laughs) in the movie with uh, Lightyear, but it's, we are, we are meant to be a part of a community. And, uh, I feel like this, uh, that aspect of buzz where you know he's got a lot of self-reflection is something that i relate to directly just because there are times when you know like i like surrounding myself with friends but there are times when i just need to have my alone time just just to be able to kind of reflect on the day or uh try to figure out you know upcoming moves i guess for lack of a better term Mm -hmm. you know um getting a little bit more (laughs) philosophical i guess too but or maybe more psychological in this way. I know there was some people made comparisons to Buzz being like Captain America where he's like, oh, he time travels and he's going to like everyone around him is getting old and he's like young and all that stuff because of his mission, right? I think it gets a little bit dark when it, you start to think about it where he he's going on in his missions. Uh, his What was his friend's name? The... Uh, Oh, uh, Alicia? Alicia, yeah. Hawthorne? When she's, when she's, yeah, Alicia Hawthorne. When she's getting older and older, but he's he's only aging, what, like maybe a week <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Or, or even that. <laughs> or even, yeah, or even that. And it gets kind of dark when you think about, um, basically, he's almost comparing him to a, a senior citizen or older person. Yeah. Where it's like they're losing people that, as they get older, all their friends are dying and yeah. and people, so it's kind of hard to adapt to the world around them, in that yeah. way too. Which what was the name of the planet? I'm forgetting everything. Was there a name to the planet? I don't. I don't even know the name of the planet to be honest. Uh, again, it was watching it in the theater. The the basically the one time I. I <laughs> I didn't bother to check on the name, like on, on in, in Google that, but um, I, I completely agree with you. Just because, like in the Captain America films, especially Winter Soldier and Civil War, especially Winter Soldier, you get to see um, what uh, Captain Rogers visit Peggy, but Peggy's already like a senior citizen and she's kind of going through dementia, mm-hmm. and that's like a heartbreaking scene. We didn't get. get that serious here in in light year but 
uh, the, the whole thing kind of remains like he's basically a man out of time, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. and, and while everyone else around him on that planet, including Alicia, uh, his close friend, uh, ends up living life and he just completely misses out on it, just like uh, his counterpart. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah. See, I think that's the one I really, that lesson is that I love the most most because it's like he had to move on and live his life rather than be stuck in the past which is yeah. which is funny because that's exactly what captain america had to learn too yeah and and then he it, he eventually learned that when he surrounded himself with his uh his t- the team uh with izzy and the other two i forgot their name and then obviously socks uh was his first companion so I yeah mean, <laughs> Dude, socks was so good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I was watching the trailer, I'm like, oh, oh no, I'm gonna think socks is annoying. <laughs> but then I actually end up liking socks. So, yeah. yeah, socks reminded me of a character I can't remember who, but it it, it kind of re- reminded me a little bit of um, Baymax, and I think that's the reason why I like it because I love Baymax. Mm, I love Baymax. <laughs> I, Baymax is still better than socks. But. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bay- Baymax just happens to be my avatar on uh, on Disney Plus, FYI. Okay. That's how much I love Baymax. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for my half of the double feature for, for Lightyear, and I mean, dude, in the very beginning, dude, they got me hooked from the just the, the opening, like, quick message that they put, and I'm actually going to read off of it. It says, in 1995, Eddie got a toy. That toy is from his favorite movie. This is that movie. And I was like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, this is going to be good, guys. This is going to be good. And, you know, I, I don't know if it lived up to any of the Toy Stories, because I feel like those are arguably bar. the best animated movies ever. Uh, but I thought this was actually entertaining. This was an entertaining movie uh, to me, anyway. So um, they mentioned that, you know, they went out of their way to remind everyone that this movie, Lightyear, is based off of Andy's favorite toy uh, from the original Toy Story film. Um, and it originated from his favorite movie. And so my question to you, Jeremy, and I think we may have even mentioned it a little bit like mm. earlier this week. Do you think you would have enjoyed the movie more if they had used the same animation engine as the original Toy Story with 1995 technology, so it looked like a movie from 1995. Holy crap! Uh, honestly, probably not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know if, if it actually looked like it came out in 1995. Yeah, like the the art style is so nice, and it was kind of weird. You know how in the beginning of the movie you see him in this very hyper realistic yeah. space ranger outfit. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's pretty sick. Looks, I'm like, it does look pretty sick. <laughs> I was like, freaking from Halo, <laughs> dude. I remember when the uh, uh, the teaser trailer came out for Lightyear, and everyone was joking on Twitter and, and the uh, other socials. They're like, oh, dude, the glow up is real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. And then when um, he actually gets his classic looking. Uh, space ranger suits at the end it looks cool and it's obviously mm. very it's very much the same suit as uh the toy that mm. we get to see in toy story 
I was a bit disappointed because I was like, I like the hyper real, hyper realistic, like 2022 version of of Buzz. But I'm like, I yeah, most likely if it was in that um, animation engine from 1995, he would have to look like the more simpler, sleek version of mm-hmm. himself. So yeah, probably I would. I still like the visuals of this movie a lot better like the sunsets and the yeah the crazy uh like the atmosphere felt very sometimes very star wars-esque it did oh and don't get me wrong i love the fa- i i thought this movie was gorgeous i feel like there should be a uh a director's cut where they literally will they because i don't know for me just them going out of their way to mention that this is the movie that is based off of the toy from the original movie, I would have loved a little bit of continuity, but that's just me being technical with mm. certain things. And so for me, just I would just dis- have to disagree with you. I would have loved to be <laughs> to have been able to see a little bit of 1995 nostalgia, just because for me that's kind of like my not really childhood, but that's when I went to to, to high school, mm. and it would have been pretty cool to be able to see this movie in kind of like a 1995 engine. Uh, not necessarily like in the same vein as Toy Story, but if you if you if you think about like the way certain animated films looked in 1995 with the technological um, limitations from back in the day, and I can't really think of any animated films from 1995, but I would imagine a lot of it. Actually, you know what? I'm thinking maybe what uh, her, uh, Lion King came out mm. in '94. What Hercules was ninety five, I think. So maybe more of a hand drawn type thing, mm. uh, because I feel like it would have been like a, it would have been a nice touch. And then you know, obviously they could still use the CGI and everything to make it uh, seem smooth uh, with the animations and everything. But I feel like it would have been it would have added a more personal touch. I think instead of more of a s- sterile, it, even though I think it looks hella nice and clean <laughs> at times it did look a little sterile and and i feel like in a way that it kind of went with the space motif because you know space is generally sterile mm-hmm. but i feel like it would have added a little bit more a hominess you know you know what i was thinking what if uh at the beginning of the movie you kind of open with a 99 1995 version let's say andy's watching the movie Mm-hmm. And it shows him what I don't know if you would actually show Andy watching the movie, but but you actually see like a kind of janky, you know, yeah, the, old, yeah, the, the original animation. Toy Story, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like you have or you look at the screen and then it does like a camera flip or something like that and switches yeah. to an HD RHD version of it. So yeah. it's like in universe, it looks like the mm-hmm. old animation, but let's say you do a flip real quick. And then have it in in our HD version. Dude, I, I would totally be on board with that. That would have been so cool to I mean and that would have I that would have I think even been better than the opener. I love the opener. Mm-hmm. Just because it I had recently just watched all of the Toy Stories and, and so I was really high for this movie. And so I think that would have been like a really cool way to to kind of open the film too. Yeah, that when they had that text in the beginning, I'm like, is this Top Gun again? <laughs> <laughs> I know I got a little bit of Top Gun vibes too, uh, especially when um, when they, when they were trying to 
escape in the turnip originally escape yeah. the planet and then they were going up the the mountain or whatever it was basically like top gun maverick that whole whole mission spoiler yeah. alert for top gun maverick <laughs> that's true spoilers it's okay buzz can't handle the g's <laughs> yeah, yeah you can't you didn't even you didn't even uh, worry about passing out yeah <laughs> the g lock yeah yeah you know what have been pretty cool too just since you were talking about Th- your proposed opener you know what would have been also cool if they added one more stinger and for those of you who have watched or are about to watch Lightyear, there are three stingers there are two really quick ones and then there is you know they'll have the pixar animation with the the, the little light the lamp or whatever mm-hmm. the desk lamp there's actually one after that so stay for the whole thing um and we may talk about that a little bit later but you know what would have been cool if they added a fourth one? Ooh, well, if they would have added uh, the original Toy Story, oh, what do you call it? Buzz Lightyear, like maybe a commercial for the movie. Mm. <laughs> Potentially in that same animation you're talking about in Andy's uh, universe. That would be crazy. It, it's just kind of weird how, like when we're talking about continuity, if that's what Buzz Lightyear looked like when Andy's watching him, like freaking Buzz looks more real than the humans. <laughs> That's uh, in the Toy Story universe. Oh shoot, so good. But yeah, I I don't know. Like, I, I it would be pretty cool to see a cut where you get the ninety five technology. But um, dude, this was a gorgeous film, just like you said. See, now I'm wondering what. I guess we kind of saw what Woody's based off of, kind of when we saw mm-hmm. in Toy Story two. So. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like old stuff with the puppets and with the pu- yeah, yeah, the marionette. Yeah, so I guess w- would there be a sequel to with Woody or anything like that? I don't we'll know. see. We'll see. I, I'm kind of curious to see if they would uh, do a cleaned up version of Woody's Roundup. Yeah, but would they actually have Tom Hanks? And who would they actually have to replace Tom Hanks? Colin Hanks. Not just yeah. kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who does sound like Tom Hanks a little bit? Because you know, Chris Evans really does kind of sound like uh, Tim Allen. Yeah, there was the the that cadence. He was able to get it down. I was like, oh, oh dude, it was good. But it also sounded like Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were times I was like, Captain America is right there, man. I know. He's. I, I almost said he's really good at that, just like Ant Man does. <laughs> I know, <he>? right? <laughs> oh Rick. shoot. Uh, I'm going to give the audience a question, though. And this is going to be a pretty obvious one. It's going to be, what is your favorite Toy Story movie? I guess you could add Lightyear on this, too. I guess a Toy Story franchise. So out of five movies, you get to choose your favorite. And let us know uh, on our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at Weekly Real, what your favorite Toy Story movie is. Or it could be Lightyear as well. But I have a, I have a guess that it's going to be like Toy Story. I, I bet we're going to get more Toy Story threes than we we expect because Toy Story three is actually really good. Toy Story three uh, is still my undisputed favorite. I, it's so good. I mean, I had to bust out the Pizza Planet shirt uh, just for this episode. Mm-hmm. See, my only complaint with Toy Story three is. Maybe Spanish Buzz? 
thought that was so funny. Really? <laughs> I was like, because I love Buzz. I'm like, so, like he's always like the dumb one, but you know. When... <laughs> I love at the end, like, is like Jesse was talking about. It's like, oh, a Spanish mode, because <laughs> you know she got turned on. <laughs> Hey, toys need their needs. They have their needs too, okay? Yeah, just... yeah. They definitely need to recharge their batteries. Hey, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but... on that note, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Toy Story 3, I think it's the feels, just like you were talking about. Both 3 and 4. Whoa, 4. I forgot how sad that was at the end. But Toy Story 3 almost got me going again with the waterworks. Yeah. Oh. I think Toy Story 3 is probably more rewatchable than 4, just because the ending is so so damn sad <laughs> oh my god yeah i forget the there was that almost sad part with andy and his mom it, just in the room i was like oh my god am i gonna cry there because i already knew about the end with uh you know when he's playing with um oh my goodness what's molly no are you talking about the the sister or the... no the, the little no not the the girl oh, bonnie. Oh, the little girl bonnie what's her name Bonnie. Bonnie, yeah. Oh, dude, forget yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then they're like, so long, partner at the very... I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! It's like, Andy's going to drive back, take that box back. <laughs> I know. Dude. Ah. And they were teasing it like, oh, Andy's going to keep him in the attic for like a future Toy Story you know, when he has kids. Yeah. But then, dude, then they had the sad moment. I was like, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's that okay. that ending, I probably like it more than, I don't know, man, when Buzz and Woody say bye to each other. That was really sad. I felt happy, though, for, for Woody, though, nice. because he was, uh, you know, he was going to live life as a lost toy. Yeah. With, with Bo Peep. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, if you, let us know your favorite Toy Story. We're getting depressed now, so let us know your favorite Toy Story movie <laughs> at Weekly Real, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, our email. Ken, what, what's our email? Go it ahead. Is, <laughs> we, it's weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. All right. With that, let's take a quick break. Okay, guys, welcome back from the break. Let's jump into our weekly Reel Awards, and let's start off with the Get Help Award for Favorite Comedic Scene. Uh, Ken, you want to kick us off? Because I feel like there's not as many long scenes, but there's a lot of jokes that are kind of like spliced in there. Yeah, there were a lot of quick hitters. I think we were talking about that uh, offline about uh, they weren't full-on comedic scenes, but... I guess I'll do my best with that one. So my winner for the Get Help Award for Favorite Comedic Scene, it's that one scene uh, after Buzz escapes with socks. You know, they were trying to, like, basically shut down that whole program and basically, I don't know, confiscate socks. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's like, I have to, I have to, let me do it. And then he just end up, ends up escaping. But it's that scene after. So they're they're talking, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. Um, because they had just recently discovered, Socks did, uh, the formula to create the, a successful hyperspeed fuel. Mm-hmm. And so um, the scene is basically, it's a, another quick scene, just like we were talking about. 
They step out of the elevator and the, a random lady says, hey, you're not authorized to be in this area. And right before she even says, finishes saying area, <laughs> uh, you basically get socks like shooting a, a, a quick dart, tranquilizer dart right in her neck. And I was like, oh, that caught me off guard so much. Uh, and I was watching this movie in a very empty theater. Dude, I was hella cracking up <laughs> like just by myself. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, we're like, like we didn't even know socks could do that. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, hey, was that meant for me? And I love how they went back to it because in the future, we get obviously elderly Buzz as Zerg and you get, uh, I guess, torn up socks, basically incapacitate Zerg. <laughs> yeah. So it technically was for him, but in it the future. Was. It was. I love how they go full circle with that. And I I always appreciate that when they drop breadcrumbs early in a movie or TV show or something like that, and then they come back to it later on. I agree. I agree. And when he escaped with socks, like he said, right before that, before that scene, when he jumps out the the window and all that stuff, I'm like, still pulling the Captain America stuff, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He just didn't land on the shield. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. probably had to land on socks or something <laughs> for me it actually I, I, yeah it wasn't like a full scene or anything it's kind of like you quick hitters it's all the i'm gonna cheat a little bit all the convict jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. especially, especially at the end when you know they're finally all done with their mission and they they landed and then <laughs> uh i guess the space command star command is finally coming in like and then the convict lady was like oh the cops are coming <laughs> yeah that one was my favorite one too because i was i was hella cracking up because she the way she's like hella panicking and she jumps onto back onto the ship i'm like oh, dude rescue team <laughs> <laughs> calm down <laughs> um and even buzz later on or earlier in the movie he was like good work convict <laughs> <laughs> it really is like chris evans <laughs> oh, i just love the way he also like over described her like yeah like that's very something classic buzz would do like convict something something like good job <laughs> well like, i mean they gave that uh was that that new guy in the begin very beginning it's like I don't like uh, I don't like new guys because they always have those sad eyes <laughs> and then they would always like focus on on the sad eyes. I was like, oh yeah, they do have very innocent sad eyes. <laughs> Did we ever figure out what happened to that rookie? No, I, th- I think they just uh, I think he just got old, uh, but off off screen. <laughs> See, that's how I was wondering. I'm like, shoot. I thought he was going to be Zerg at first. <laughs> <laughs> I know huh? that would have been. Pretty disappointing, honestly. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't go that route. Yeah. Uh, But for our next award, it's the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. And I'm hoping we don't have the same one. (laughs) But (laughs) so I'll let you get first dibs. Um, Okay, well, with apologies to the meat bread meat sandwich revelation Mm. uh because i was like oh is this my favorite scene you know me being foodie um i actually do got to give it to the scene uh where alicia gives a holographic message to buzz from beyond the grave uh just because dude if there's one thing that pixar arguably does the absolute best is to be able to get into the audience's feels and Mm. so I'm not saying that that particular scene was um, the very beginning of Up 
or kind of near the end of Coco or the very end of, I mean, we just talked about Toy Story 3 in terms of getting the waterworks going. But I feel like this scene set the emotional base for this movie. And it, 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 it's basically the reason why Buzz decides not to finish his mission because he he discovers that by finishing his mission, all of the stuff that Alicia and basically everyone that was marooned on that planet, they ended up living their life. It's something that Buzz never got around to doing and he didn't get a chance to because he was so focused on his, uh, uh, on his mission, but he didn't want to take that away from, uh, from Hawthorne. See that, that was a good one. Actually, mine was pretty much, your scene but like right before i love i like the montage the build-up to that message Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. It, one it also reminded me of top gun maverick with a dark star mm. <laughs> when he's testing that out um because there's some crazy stuff that happens in there where he has to like course correct with the bombs Dude. and get back into it or else he's just gonna be floating in space forever which the younger hawthorne <laughs> was uh almost did too just you know that um just to mention that real quick when she uh, when the ship moved slightly, and then what's her name? Not Alicia. It's Izzy. Izzy, uh, very gra- Sandra Bullock gravity. <laughs> oh my know? god, dude! I was getting uh, the opposite of claustrophobia. It's like, oh my goodness! I was I was starting to feel some of the fears that uh, Izzy was feeling because I was trying to put myself in her shoes. I was like, dude, that would be so terrifying, just to be floating in space. Out of, into nothingness and it reminded me of of that or what martian or mm-hmm. uh, uh what do you call it interstellar, interstellar. <laughs> yeah dude i was just like oh i would do i would not want to be floating into nothingness for the rest of my life yeah dude that's <laughs> yeah just for for a few days slowly dive starvation but yeah the that um montage i like that because it, it also sets up that that message that I was talking about earlier in the episode, where it's pretty much you get to see everyone else getting old and living their life while he, like you said, while Buzz can't move on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good montage. Man, so good, this movie. <laughs> uh, we've been using our next award pretty often recently. It's the On Your Left Award for Best Callback Reference. There's quite a bit in this one, so... But there's one that stands out to me. I'll let you know, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, I was going to, I thought you were going to do your best on your left uh, in Chris Evans voice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it right now. On your left. Well, anyway, uh, my winner for the on your left award for best callback reference. Um, it's that, it's the one that got my attention right away because it was at the very beginning mm. of the movie. It's basically when uh, Buzz... Uh, he's walking on the on this new planet or whatever, and he's narr- narrating in his mission log. So Buzz sets foot on the planet, and he's scanning left and right. But then you could kind of see like uh, kind of the reflection with, from within his helmet. Mm-hmm. And then Buzz goes, "The the terrain seems a bit unstable. No readout yet. If the air is breathable, there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere." Before she he gets surprised by um by by Hawthorne. Yeah. And dude, this is exactly word for word, basically, of how Buzz makes his debut in the original Toy Story as Buzz sets foot on on Andy's bed yeah. before being surprised by Woody. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so good. 
Yeah, <laughs> I just this also yeah that reference when also um, Woody hits like the opening and makes yeah. his shield come up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't Woody's happen. like <laughs> <laughs> freaking. I was surprised that they didn't do one of those where it's like you just press yeah. the thing and someone starts choking. <laughs> yeah. It would be kind of brutal though if they actually they can't can't breathe in in space. It'd be like Arnold in Total Recall. Total Recall. <laughs> I knew you were going with that. I knew that's what you're going. <laughs> we had to sprinkle in an Arnold uh, reference. Yeah, I had to make that segue. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. Yep, he said it. And we just said offline though that I really like Toy Story Two is up there for me. But maybe even more than the first one, but they're all so good. But my callback reference is actually from the second one. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Are you? Do you know? It's the. It's a. It was their Star Wars reference. Dad. Yeah, yeah that's Dad. my second one. Yeah. Also, <laughs> that's what I was saying because, dude. At first, I thought. Okay, I got kind of spoiled, uh, before the movie. Saying, I don't know. I saw this um, article headline. It was like. Uh, can't you believe the the buzz li- or the zerg reveal or something like that identity reveal or, i'm mm. like are you serious there's actually someone behind zerg i thought zerg was just zerg yeah, yeah. and um so when i kn- i knew it was coming that there was going to be <laughs> someone behind zerg yeah and so when it stepped out and then you you think i'm like and he says dad i'm like <laughs> No wonder. <laughs> and then and I was waiting for Zerg to go, I am your father. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no. <laughs> like, freaking Toy Story 2. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, that 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 one, uh, it was literally 1A and 1B. I couldn't figure out which one to pick. And um, I went with the more nostalgic one in the beginning. That's just because, one. yeah. But no, yours was like, oh, my God. That was like, I recognized that one right away. I was cracking up. It's like when he went. Dad? <laughs> yeah. And at first, I'm like, dang, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because no, it, it really did look like his dad. We didn't know, obviously know it was like Buzz in the future until, you know, the exposition afterwards. Yeah. But yeah. Then it got weird, like like interstellar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's what it reminded me of. I think when Buzz was like going through some trippy stuff, I think maybe, was it right before? Where he got kidnapped? No, I think he was flying and then going through a bunch of stuff, and um, I forgot it was one trippy sequence, and I it really reminded me of Interstellar in like the fourth dimension. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was when when he reached hyperspace fuel, or when he when it was basically the confirmation that it worked the first yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of Interstellar too. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, is he gonna find Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> I thought he was gonna like they were gonna touch hands with uh, with uh, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, he's gonna find some bookshelf. Yeah. And, uh, Murph. Murph. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do, no, do, no, don't do that to me, Murph. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Murph. Murph. And then, <laughs> Then she gets stuck with Topher Grace. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, um, what do you call it, Venom? Yeah, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Crap. Oh, shoot. Uh, let's jump into, actually, the guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. And Ken, you were, dude, we're coming up to the end of the season pretty quick now. 
and you're up by five. You're at 26, I'm at 21, and Andrea's at eight. So it's going to be very hard. It's like, I need Andrea to knock you down to third place. You know what I mean? I need someone to, like, you've either been second or third, no, second or first the entire season. So I need <laughs> I need Andrea to help me out, you know, just knock you down a bit. Um, but actually, we're actually going to have someone else guess for Andrea. Yeah, she still has. She hasn't been able to see. Uh, she hasn't seen Lightyear yet, and so yeah, we're having a designated guesser. Yeah, so I actually watched Lightyear with my brother Jeffrey, and he's actually going to guess for her. So can I do? Yeah, you did send it to me. Um, I do have your brother's guess. He's guessing seventy four percent. Okay, seventy four percent. Ken, go ahead and guess. All right, well, this is the, I, I'm very, I don't know. I feel like this guess is very shaky. I didn't know how to guess. Uh, I went lower than your brother, 63%. Dude. <laughs> no way. Okay, almost. We didn't tie. I was about to say. Because <laughs> I was guessing <laughs> like that we would tie. Mine is 64%. No. <laughs> but you got me on the under, dang it. So th- I think that's been happening recently. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> okay, I just checked the score. Uh, it's higher than I expected. Oh, there you it's go. It's at 76%. Wow, there you go. Holy crap. <laughs> I guess Andrea gets the point this week, thanks to my, my brother Jeffrey. Yeah. And uh, so she gets the full three points. I get the one. And Ken, oh. Oh. There I'm you surprised. go. You spoke it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah. It wasn't enough though. I need I needed it to be a little bit lower. But so now updated score would be Ken, you're still at 26. Yep. I'm at 22 and then Andrea would be at 11. There you go. Sweet. Actually, I I feel like she gets a she gets on a roll and she gets like three points some three-pointers going. Dude. She, she'll be able to kind of at least put a wrench in 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 our little rivalry that we have uh, yeah, since yeah. season one. It's going to be one of those lower seed teams in the, <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. That kinda I know, like they're just disrupt. upset. They just like to just upset the cart. Either that or at the end of the regular season for like football teams and just ruin people's chances mm-hmm. at a playoffs. <laughs> I know, they play spoiler. So, Andrea, uh, I mean, all it takes is a f- couple of really good guesses. And, I mean, do we still have, like, about a month's worth of movies, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, for our season. So, she still has a chance to disrupt us. Uh, but our next award is the I Love You 3000 Award, which is, you know, the only real score that matters on this show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, where we rate it from 1 to 3000. So, Ken, is it actually... As low as your score is going, um, it's 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 higher than my guess. Mm. Um, this is actually one where I feel like we talked about how this movie didn't really have too many funny moments. It was it was a good story, I think, um, but there was like there wasn't really anything that really stood out. Mm. Like, you know, like any of the Toy Stories, we we could pick out certain scenes from each one of the Toy Stories and be like, dude, that was their signature moment. 
I feel like there was a lot of good moments in this movie, but there was nothing that really stood out to me. That being said, I think this is a still a very fresh movie. I'm giving it a 2022 for about 67.4%. Okay. I think I liked it a little bit more than you just because, I don't know, I love Buzz and I love the aesthetic. I agree. There was this... Uh, the story felt a little stretched thin at some points. Yeah, where n- not too much was happening because it was just like, oh, we got to get the, we got to power the fuel drive thing, and that was about it. I think at, at that one point in the movie when they gave up, I think Zerg captured Buzz, or they had to go into that coal mine and then they find the the meat sandwiches and all that stuff. I felt yeah. like that was pretty extended. Yeah, scene, I felt like it was pretty slow. Like, did we really need the the laser scene, I guess? Uh, The force field scene? But Mm -hmm. for me, I would probably give it a 2,400 out of 3,000. This is 80% for me. I Like, where this is like a B-minus movie for me. Like, all the other Toy Stories are like A-tier, S-tier. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So, So. and, and you know what? Knowing that this movie wasn't, it's it's just a movie that's related to, to any of the Toy Stories. I didn't want to try to expect anything on the Toy Story tier um, for this movie. I felt like that it would have been unfair. Um, I think if I end up watching it a little bit more when it eventually comes out on Disney Plus, that score probably has room to grow into the seventies for me. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Like I said, I don't think kids would enjoy yeah. it as much. Yeah. It's it's more slow paced than yeah. the Toy Story movies. Definitely more introspective uh than any of the other Toy Story movies. So um but I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm really glad that we did cover this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, next week we're actually covering a movie that I haven't seen before. I don't actually don't really know what to expect, so Ken <laughs> What are we watching actually? Well, next week. Jeremy, since you don't know what to expect, prepare for total domination, domination, domination. You'll get that reference later. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, but I do got to ask you, Jeremy, and I got to ask the audience one question. Y'all ready for this? Oh, shoot. Yes, next week we will be covering another one of my guilty pleasure movies with the 2000 epic masterpiece. (laughs) Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's an epic masterpiece. It's Bring It On. Yes, it's a cheerleading movie that Jeremy has not seen yet. Uh, so, yeah, are, are you pumped for this movie? Uh, as pumped as I, I... like, I've heard of this movie. I think it's been parodied before. Um, I... <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of sequels uh, that I didn't know existed. (laughs) Apparently, there's like five sequels (laughs) to this movie, so it must be good. (laughs) If they they they've been banking on that fan base. Yeah, no. That this is uh, one of those where I feel like I don't know if it's a I considered a cult classic, but I remember when this movie came out, a lot of people loved uh, a lot of the. They just love a lot of certain things about this movie, and I feel like it's. Uh, I, I think I feel like this movie was a little ahead of its time. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Are we gonna be still be getting um a, like thirty year old adults playing high schoolers? Uh, pro- probably. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, 
I it's a good looking cast. I mean, there's going to be some recognizable uh, act actors and actresses within this movie. I my only hope is that you do find it entertaining enough where you're just cracking up. Yeah, I think this movie is right up your alley in terms of uh, comedy. Okay, all right. Yeah. So I'm no, I'm gonna be. In the setting that's taking place, I'm like I'm gonna be judging it based probably like Mean Girls or something like that. It's 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 a high school setting. I mean, we've covered multiple high school setting movies in the early 2000s, and this was exactly on 2000. So, I I, I don't remember a lot of the movie because it's been probably over a decade, maybe even more since I've seen this movie. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to watching this movie again. Uh, but I'm kind of curious to see if we get some small, uh, if we could connect this somehow to our favorite Smallville. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. <laughs> it's been a while. See, that's why um, I'm hoping that we get, well, it, it must be a given since it's a cheerleading movie, some yeah. early 2000s music. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Looking uh, forward to that. Uh, um, there's going to be some good <laughs> scenes. But yeah, uh, just to let everyone know, uh, it's strangely not streaming on Netflix any longer. It's, uh, I believe, available on Redbox or Vudu, I think. Uh, and it'll eventually be available on Netflix. It's not officially available to rent on YouTube, but I'll send you a link, Jeremy. There, It's available. The full movie is on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, but apparently, go check it out now before, <laughs> before it's gone. Uh, but yeah, we may have a guest or two, but we'll keep that under wraps until next week. For sure. Uh, during the weekend, where can they follow you if they want to keep up with what you're going on? Well, uh, on the social medias, I'm uh, pretty active still on Instagram and Twitter, at FreeKenA. Nice. I'm at JP underscore flicks on Instagram. And yeah, so Ken, before we close out the episode, uh, I want to ask you if you have any final thoughts on Lightyear, anything that we kind of missed. I just have like, uh, I don't know, just something that I thought of in my head, just because it's Chris Evans, it's Buzz Lightyear. And I think we talked about the stingers, uh, the, the fact that there's three, the very last one after the Pixar, uh, like, I guess desk lamp, it basically reveals that Zerg, um, lived throughout mm-hmm. this whole thing. And it, I don't know, may, it may be teasing a possible light year, um, sequel, but really when I actually saw that scene, <laughs> like the three words that came to my mind is Zerg is alive. <laughs> what <laughs> uh, basically saying it yeah. like uh captain america in endgame i just thought it was funny <laughs> yeah yeah see that's hopefully i want to see a sequel because i love buzz and i actually really liked chris evans as buzz some mm-hmm. people didn't like chris evans as buzz i thought he did a really good job yeah. um for me though my final thoughts is actually from the beginning of the movie. Buzz is doing like his mission log and all that stuff. Yeah, Mi- mission log and whatever. And it just I was like thinking of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking someone's gonna make an edit of Buzz doing his mission log with something in the way <laughs> in the background. Mission log. This you this should totally do it pilot. now. And it'll go viral. Yeah, because really the only difference is the the emo ness of Robert Pattinson and the way he says it. Because Chris Evans is like hello official, and he's talking about it like this. And he's got the whole thing going. It's <laughs> like, but you should totally do that edit, bro. See, that's what I I want to see that edit. I, I 
I wouldn't be surprised if someone did it already. Because we get that mission log at the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. Just how, how Batman did his Batman journal thing. Yeah. At the beginning and end. So I was like, dude, Buzz Lightyear is like Batman. <laughs> Something in the way. That's what I was I was like, uh, these moves are too, like, they're too... Um, interconnected now you got top top gun references batman references i know seriously other mcus mcus like all this first half of the year man interstellar with uh that tars look alike derek yeah (laughs) definitely not as smart as tars dude i thought i thought that postcard c was pretty funny too yeah he kept going even when like i think robots were like walking around yeah in the middle of the movie and then at the end like no just no one's there yeah. Well, last question. Um, which one do you think we'll see first? Lightyear 2 or Woody's Roundup? Like well, uh, uh, an origin story, basically, a movie for Woody. Mm, I think Lightyear 2 is probably more likely. I think there's more story to be told mm-hmm. in the Lightyear 2 because it's pretty much unlimited. Woody's Roundup, I don't know if it, the origin of Woody... Is that interesting? Like even in movies nowadays, we don't get as many westerns. Well, I don't know. I I, I don't think they do, they would do one exactly like they showed in Toy Story two. But if I were Pixar and I was head of creative, this is how mm. I would do it. I would have it where you know within the Toy Story universe, they come up with a you know because you know they would probably do a reboot of Woody, the franchise, Mm -hmm. and they would actually have a full feature movie, but in a Western setting. That would be pretty interesting. I wanted like a gritty Woody, like Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if we'll see that. (laughs) That'd be hella dark. (laughs) But but I I think a very good Western uh, that's animated. I don't think we've really seen that other than obviously to- Toy Story and I don't think that really counts because it's not I, a, a real Western. Yeah, that would be pretty cool actually. But in terms of likelihood, I would probably say Lightyear 2. I just need to write the script, the screenplay. Yeah. Send it into Pixar. Be like, hey, get, the, <laughs> get on this. Even though it takes like 10 years <laughs> to get the animated movie. I know. They probably already have it lined up, but we'll see if that ever materializes. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's been a good episode, Ken. I was looking forward to this episode. It was one of my most anticipated, probably my top five most anticipated for mm. for the year, I think, just because the trailer sold me, man. And Dude. for the most part, I liked it. There were some things that I thought could have been more exciting, mm-hmm. but uh, overall, I did like it. So it was a good episode, though. I think so. You know, I think we were pretty much on along the same lines in terms of like our thoughts on it is just obviously you being a bigger uh, Buzz fan than I ever was. I think that's kind of where you get the, I guess, the differing, I guess, the difference in our scores. Mm, yeah, I definitely have a, a bias for sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, guys, uh, get your pom poms ready because we're going to bring it on <laughs> next week. Right, Ken? You know it. Get ready for. Uh, I don't even want to give spoilers. Never mind. All right. I almost gave. I almost gave one away, but no, I won't. <laughs> All right. I guess get your dance routines ready, guys, because we'll see you next week with Bring It On on the Real. <laughs>